Morning, everyone. Nice to be with you all here at the Forest Refuge. Thought it'd be helpful take a few moments to reflect on our relationship, the heart's relationship with freedom. And some of us, it might even feel a little embarrassing to bring our mind, bring our heart to this aspiration to be free, to experience this, as it's sometimes referred to as the heart's sure release, the unshakable release, the burden having been put down. And it can feel a little counter the evidence. (laughs) And maybe just from our own history practicing and we might feel having felt betrayed in the past, having had that heartfelt desire for freedom and then somehow to feel one way or another blocked. But like it or not, our attitude, our understanding about freedom, the way we relate to that, even the idea, but especially the experience of freedom, it really matters. And in our Buddhist practice, this relationship to freedom is usually would fall under the category of wise view. Like what is our sense of wise view, wise understanding? What is our relationship to that? How do we keep it in mind? And just in an honest way, like, what doubts, it could be doubt in what we think wise view is or doubt in our capacity to understand it, connect with it. But as I'm sure all of you understand, you know, the way the Buddha taught, it's really grounded It's all about understanding how the mind, how the heart relates and understands. One of my teachers, Saida Utejaniya, he would, in a sort of joking way, say, you know, your job as a retreatant is threefold, only three things. You need to know wise view, You need to remember it, and you need to keep remembering it. And just as an invitation today, and for as long as it feels helpful, just translating that idea, wise view, to how does my heart, how does it relate to the idea, the experience of freedom? Like, for example, do I have this strong idea that freedom is some someplace far away when I get really good at my practice? It's like uh, the stereotype would be it's on some mountaintop and I'm there deep in the valley. I kind of have some sense there's a mountaintop, but I got a lot of work to do. Not even sure the best way up the mountain. So we want, if that's our attitude, if that's our view about freedom, then we want to be real about that. Or we might catch ourselves at times during the day like a good lawyer stacking up all the evidence why 
I'm not deserving of freedom because I've been a bad yogi or I've been distracted or So then in that, in that sense, freedom is something I don't deserve. I've blown it. I don't work hard enough. I don't really know what I'm doing. I shouldn't really be here. And then just checking out, you know, if we have the idea, the attitude, even if it's faint at times or not clear at times, but the general attitude, even if it's borrowed borrowed faith from our teacher, the Buddha, that freedom... This heart has the capacity for freedom here and now. We don't need a better mind, a better personality, a better retreat setting. We don't need better teachers or better teachings. But what is helpful is that attitude, that idea that it's available that in a sense, in every moment, we're taking steps in the direction of freedom. So those steps actually have some flavor of freedom, or we're taking steps away from freedom. And those steps, those actions of mind, body, whatever, they have the flavor of tension or not freedom. I really love this about the Buddhist teachings, the Dhamma, that there's this integrity between how we practice and what the heart deeply aspires toward, freedom. This unshakable, sure heart's release putting down the load. So if we're really interested in that peace of the heart not being burdened, then we practice with the conditions that are here and now. We're interested in the peace here and now. We're not postponing. And of course, as we all know, we're not going to necessarily realize that full, sure heart's release in that complete sense here and now. But still we need that integrity, that whatever it is that the heart seeks, we're interested in it here and now, following the thread the taste of freedom here and now. What's in the direction? What's not in the direction? And you see how that really brings a lot of responsibility where it belongs, right? That we're actually responsible for our own health, well-being, and the heart's release. We could, in a way, sum up the Buddhist teachings as saying, we're not helpless. There's something we can actually do to take care of, to follow our heart's deepest aspiration. Right here, right now, in any moment, even the difficult moments, even in those moments we don't want to practice or whatever it might be. There's always ways to be planting seeds for release and to be refraining from practicing or 
planting seeds of tension and holding and fear and anxiety and greed. Every moment is an opportunity. And of course, we're going to space out. When we're really spaced out, we're not practicing and nor can we. But as soon as there's some sense of being here and now, being aware, being mindfully aware, then we can hold this responsibility out of compassion for our well-being, the well-being of others, and just doing the best, having that interest. How can I plant a simple seed that has the flavor of release? How can I refrain from planting seeds that have the flavor of suffering? This is what I truly care about. And in this way, we become more and more independent in our practice. I'll just end by sharing a story I heard a long time ago. So way back, probably in the late 60s or 70s, there was a Western Buddhist monk in Thailand visiting a very well-known Buddhist monk, Thai monk and teacher. And uh, this Westerner asked this monk this kind of strange question. If you were going to be stranded on a deserted island, what is the one thing you'd want with you? At least as I've heard the story, I think this senior monk and teacher had a great answer. He said, I'd want this medallion that I could hang around my neck. And on that medallion, it should say, this is how it is now. And maybe I would add, maybe I'd put on the other side, the question, the very sincere question, can this be okay? This is how it is now. These, this is the way the conditions are. This is the way my mind is right now, sleepy or agitated or peaceful or whatever it is. This is how the body is. This is how I perceive the retreat center is and how my retreat is going. So this is how it is. And that interest in freedom is really that second question. Well, can it be okay? Is it okay to relax? Is there the flavor? Can there be the flavor of freedom? The heart's release here and now when it is like this. Is freedom actually dependent on conditions being a particular way? Or can there be this flavor of release, freedom, here and now? So we'll sit together now for some time.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.